The Apprentice Juggler from Kingdom Tales by David and Karen Maines, read by Jessica Orander for Preston. There was a juggler in Great Park, the land of the king, who wanted to perform with the juggling master's troupe more than anything else in the whole world. But he had something terrible hidden in his heart, a secret he had shared with no one man. The apprentice juggler was sure he would shame the troupe in tonight's performance. He knew he would drop a baton during the pyramid cascade. Then the juggling master would know his secret, and he would lose his place in the juggling group. A knot in the pit of his stomach felt like a tug of war between giants. Standing in the middle of the practice field, the apprentice juggler warmed his hand in a patch of morning sunlight. He loosened his fingers with limbering exercises. He started tossing balls in a basic crisscross pattern. The apprentice juggler concentrated. He could hear the words of juggling master's first lesson, teach the balls to dance. The word ball is from the French. It means to dance. Make the balls dance. The balls did dance in the apprentice juggler's hands as long as he worked alone. He did fine. In this last year as an apprentice, he had learned to toss rings, batons, clubs, and eggs, unboiled ones even. He could spin he could spin plates on sticks. He could balance umbrellas on his forehead and shoulders and hands all at the same time. He put three balls in motion throw, throw catch, catch, throw, throw catch, catch. No one knew he was battling his inner count. No one knew that a different rhythm was ticking in his heart than in his hands. It was only when the apprentice juggler worked with the other student jugglers or when he did a routine with the troupe that things went wrong. He tripped, he dropped batons. The others thought this was because he was new at juggling, but the young man knew his inner count was just plain different. He didn't want anyone to know his secret, particularly the juggling master. To work with the troupe was the glorious goal of every apprentice. The balls danced in the apprentice juggler's hands. He switched to the two in one hand. He practiced showers. He picked up two clubs. He tested their weight in each hand. He tossed one high. It turned twice in the air, a double. He started a third club with the outside foot kick-up. It turned twice in the air. Soon, even the clubs were dancing. He guarded himself against his inner rhythm. One of the other juggler, other fellows was juggling clubs. He moved closer to the apprentice juggler and started passing. Six clubs now looped into the air. The young men timed out loud. Pass, self, self, pass. Self, self, pass. Self, self, pass. So far, so good, thought the apprentice juggler. If only he could count out loud as he was now. But every juggler knew that was the sign of an amateur. Very good, very good, shouted the juggling master. Excellent work this morning, and I have wonderful news. The king will be present at tonight's great celebration. We will be performing for him. The whole troop cheered, but the apprentice juggler's heart fell to the pit of his stomach. 
where the tug of war was raging. He had juggled at great celebrations before with the other students. Tonight he was supposed to solo, then appear with the troop in the finale. What if he failed before the king? It would serve him right for keeping this hidden thing to himself. All he had ever dreamed of was seeing the king smile in pleasure at his juggling. He had even imagined the king walking over to him saying, Well done, young man. You have a special gift. The juggling master's voice interrupted his thoughts. Let's practice the finale. The troop moved into position for the pyramid cascade. Four jugglers stood in a row. A signal was shouted. Up! All counted inwardly. One, two, up! Three jugglers hopped up on the shoulders of the first four. The signal again. Up! One, two, three, up! A hand grasped a scramble, a hop. The two apprentices climbed to the very peak. The clubs began looping upward, turning and spinning up the pyramid. Eight came from the bottom, six passed from the middle. The apprentice turned the rising clubs back down towards the outside men. It was quick work, but simple, as long as the count was kept. The apprentice juggler knew that all nine members of the troop were timing inwardly. Throw, throw, catch, catch, throw, throw, catch, catch. With horror, he realized his count was off again. He had been silently timing, throw, throw, catch, throw. He caught himself and changed his pace. But it was a loud danger signal. He could t- Should he tell the juggling master? But how could he bear to have his place taken from him and given to another? What would happen if he followed his inner count? What disaster would befall him? With sagging shoulders, the apprentice juggler walked home from the practice field. Later, with lagging feet, he made his way to the huge clearing and deepest forest. Here, the great celebration always took place, surrounded by the circle of sacred flames. The subjects of the king were beginning to gather in inmost circle. The sacred flames had been lit, and they flickered and danced in a huge ring. Rangers in their dark blue cloaks stood posted around the flames. The music of celebration had begun. The apprentice juggler watched as celebrants walked through the gate of flame into the inmost circle, making entrance, the ceremony was called. He saw each one become real as he or she did so, for the sacred flames showed persons not as they seemed, but as they truly were. All disguises were gone. The laughter and the music and the joy within the flames called to the apprentice juggler, but he held himself back. How could he make entrance with this hidden thing in his heart? Wouldn't his secret be revealed when he became real? The funny old caretaker walked through the flames. His form dimmed for a moment in the bright light. Then he made entrance. He became tall, straight, broad-shouldered, wearing the dark blue cloak and silver clasp of a ranger. Caretaker was not what he seemed. He had become ranger commander chief protector of the park and intimate advisor to the king himself. The apprentice juggler squirmed. He remembered how caretaker had found him as a young child, hungry and abandoned, and had taken him to Mercy, who had loved and nursed him. 
He remembered how Caretaker and Mercy hated dark and hidden things. He decided to wait for the juggling master and tell him the hidden secret that his inner count was different and dangerous to the troop. The apprentice juggler would ask him to choose another for the finale. It was the only way. A sob shook his shoulders. Nevermore the feel of the batons or the thrill of tumbling objects. Nevermore the weight of the ball popping into his palm than popping out. Nevermore the wonderful rhythm of the troop. They would give his place to another. What would become of him? Where would he belong? The young man knew he would never make a good baker or gardener or forester. He couldn't stand singing or dancing. He had absolutely no desire to be a ranger. The only thing he had ever wanted to do was make balls and clubs and rings and batons and eggs, unboiled, dance. In anger, the apprentice juggler tossed the balls he held. This time he kept his own count. Sure enough, the balls moved at awkward intervals. The juggling was not smooth. The rising and falling rhythms were hazardous. He had to tell his secret. He would never be like the other jugglers. A beggar was approaching the circle of fire. The man wore a brown cloak with a hood that covered his face. He carried a staff and limped. Alms, alms, he cried. Penny is for the poor, the poor. The beggar stopped by the boy and asked, Juggler, are you performing for the great celebration? The young man shook his head. Suddenly, he wanted to stutter out his secret. He wanted to say, I have something hidden in my heart. The beggar motioned for him to step closer and whispered, I saw you juggling just now. Keep your own count. Listen to the rhythm of your own timing. The apprentice juggler was amazed. How could a beggar know his count was wrong when he guarded the truth from everyone? The beggar laughed. He said, I understand. My rhythm is different too. With that, the beggar turned to make entrance. The boy heard the rangers shout, To the king! To the restoration! The form of the man stood there changed. He was as tall as ranger commander and handsome. The light from the flames reflected as gold glints in his hair. He bent and swung a little child up to his broad shoulders. Mercy, young and beautiful now that she had made entrance, ran from a place within the circle and took his hand. She called to her husband, Ranger Commander, who came and saluted the king. The beggar is the king, thought the apprentice juggler. He had said, keep your own count. The king raised his one hand, still holding the little child on his shoulder with the other. His voice commanded, let the celebration begin. Apprentice juggler raced to make entrance. The jugglers were on first, and he was due to solo early in the performance. In response to the king's command, the musicians began to play a joyful, foot-tapping melody. It called the subjects out of deepest forest, through the sacred flames, and into inmost circle. The jugglers were gathered at the heart of the celebration. The king and his followers circled round them, Everyone clapped in time with the music. The whole troop was juggling, each on their own. Some tossed balls, some looped rings. 
Then it was time for the apprentice juggler's first solo act. All others stopped. The young man's heart was in his throat. What if a ball dropped? What if he tripped? What if he couldn't control his count? Then he remembered the beggar king and his words. Listen to the rhythm of your own timing. He listened. A new count was rising in him. His own count. Joy came tumbling. It filled his hands, his heart. The count was different from anything he had ever heard. Throw, throw, catch, 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 catch. Throw, 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 catch, 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 throw. He tossed an orange high, high into the air, then another and another, and caught the first orange right before it hit the ground. The crowd gasped. He caught and tossed the next falling off, falling one off his foot. The people gasped again. Then they laughed. The apprentice juggler dived for the third, tossed it, turned a somersault, caught the next inches off the ground, popped it back up into the air. The crowd roared. He heard murmurs. Oh, he's wonderful. I've never seen a juggler like him before. How different. He went on listening to the inner timing. Throw, throw, catch, 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 throw. He juggled and somersaulted and dived and counted. Finally, he was done. The crowd laughed. They clapped. They yelled hurrah and stamped their feet and hands. The apprentice juggler bowed. He stood straight and bowed again. This time, when he looked up, he was looking directly into the eyes of the king. The king was smiling his approval. A clown, a clown, someone was crying. It was the juggling master. You have the rhythm of a clown, he crowed. You look like you can't do it. You look like you might drop something, but you don't. A clown is the best juggler of all. The juggling master became stern. He shook the juggler's shoulders. Why didn't you tell me your rhythm was different? Because, stammered the young man between shakes, I, I thought I would lose my place in the troop. The juggling master stopped shaking him. Lose your place? Find your proper place, rather. Don't, didn't you know that in the great celebration, all who desire a place find a place? With that, the juggling master put his head back and laughed. A juggler with the instinct of a clown. Oh, they are rare. They are rare. What a troop we'll have. We'll bring down the house. We'll make the balls dance. So the apprentice juggler lost his place in the troop, but found another. For all who live by the rhythm of the, of the inner timing, which the king approves, find a place in the kingdom all their own. More than any, they live happily ever after. So what was the, juggler, uh, the apprentice juggler's secret? His secret was the rhythm of his inner timing was different than the rest of the troop. Why did the king tell a apprentice juggler to do what did the king tell apprentice juggler to do he told him to listen to the rhythm of your own timing what could that mean for your life it could mean 
I should do what God calls me to do, even if it is different than what others are doing.